fantastic folk and wonderful listeners, learners, dreamers, and readers. Welcome to Charlotte Dunes Lagoon. So this piece is called Inside Intimations with writer Zadie Smith, part one. And all views are my own and do not reflect the direct views of Zadie Smith unless otherwise noted and directly quoted, uh, which you'll be able to see more clearly, again, in the written form of the article on my substack. So let's get into it. Talking to yourself can be useful, and writing means being overheard. Readers and writers hail Jamaican-British author Zadie Smith as contemporary fiction's most groundbreaking voice, and her new short collection of essays, Intimations, has won the Pen Audible Service Award, an award previously given to Toni Morrison. Written during COVID-19 lockdown, Intimation tackles, in Zadie Smith's words, ideas, feelings, and questions prompted by an unprecedented situation. Smith offers a quote from the Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. No role is so well suited to philosophy as the one you happen to be in right now. Real life has no chapter headings, paragraphs, periods, or ellipses in which you might catch your breath. It just keeps coming at you. We are reading and imagining Zadie Smith writing as we read. Perhaps she is alone in a New York City apartment, gazing at a sunless sky through cold glass. She plans her days in 45-minute increments. She wants a cashless world of machines and no human interactions while shopping. Chit-chat usurps her time. We might also infer that cashless shopping is germless shopping, that small talk spreads disease. With extra minutes, Smith used to buy herself lattes at the coffee shop. Now she looks through windows with bars at spring flowers alongside other middle-aged women. Upon seeing some tulips, she wishes they were peonies, so decides to make them peonies in her essay. This gives rise to a series of thoughts on the efforts writers make to control reality. Writers take shapeless bewilderment and pour it into a mold of their own devising. The first drawing by a monkey, after being forced to draw by scientists, was of the bars of its own cage. This is an anecdote in Nabokov's novel Lolita, one that Smith loves but maybe doesn't believe. The scientists imprisoning the monkey wish the monkey could scrawl forth something profound with its stick of charcoal. But instead, they receive only rudimentary documentation of current conditions. Is writing like this? Most of the time, though we wish it weren't. The human is caged by its instincts, by nature, and by circumstance. In her youth, Sadie Smith felt caged by her gender and her biological nature. She resented her menstrual and hormonal cycles and the fact that men didn't experience them. She equally resented the social constructed possibilities for women, which she saw as spinster, crone, milf, childless, or a patronizable, benign, sweet old lady, a grandma. In rebellion against these archetypes, Smith refused to track her menstrual cycle, which she resented equally deeply. By doing so, she attempted to reject internalized misogyny. She wanted to ignore her own womanish biology and body. This ignoring was an attempt to gain control and power over nature. Obsession and a strong desire for control are common amongst writers. Writing is control. Zadie Smith says. She elaborates that we should rename creative writing MFA departments as controlling experience department because writing is less about creating and more about controlling experiences. She writes, each novel you read or write provides a wide swath of attitudes you might adopt for yourself, but sometimes it is right to submit to love and wrong to resist affection. Sometimes it is wrong to resist disease and right to submit to the inevitable 
and vice versa. Zadie Smith felt forced to submit during COVID, and she resented that submission, but also resented that even her feelings around the submission became political. Her emotions were forced by the public into the political realm, when really she only desired to feel them as feelings. Writing is like that. Double think. We know we're deluded, but we must swim in the delusions to make something real. Kierkegaard offers a parable called the dog kennel by the palace. He posits that the thinker or philosopher creates a complex system of thought, but this system stands like an imaginary castle. The thinker lives in a dog kennel beside it. Kierkegaard's dog kennel is like being a writer in a woman's body. We want a true self under our own full control, the castle, but we will forever remain in our hormonal and decaying bodies in a socially constructed moment in time, the dog kennel. We are always other than what we wish we were, free. As the monkey draws its cage, we ride our castle from the kennel. Like the peonies forced up from the ground by nature in spring, so too are we mandated into movements and choices from the outside and the inside. Writing is all resistance, Sadie Smith says. Peonies is an exercise in mashing metaphors like potatoes. Within only 10 minimal pages and rimmed with white space, using probably only 2,000 words, Smith gives us four strong metaphors to understand the submission aspects of both writing and life during the pandemic. She offers poetic comparisons on the woman's body, Nabokov's monkey painting in a cage, Kierkegaard's dog kennel by the palace, and her own tulips turned into peonies. Smith proves again her profound ability to gather the gems of deep thinkers from the past and morph their insights into vivid comments on our present times. Have you read Zadie Smith? Which of her metaphors offered in peonies resonates the most with you? Thanks for listening, and if you liked this episode, please subscribe or share this episode with your friends and family, fellow writers and fellow readers. Bye for now.